Hello and welcome to the Liam Louth podcast, episode 10. So today's podcast should hopefully, for your sake, be nice and short and sharp and snappy. It is purely about supersets and I'll drop a few thousand hints about intensity and just general intent. Now we've all got different goals in life and and routines and, and things that demand our time, whether it's family or work or boyfriends, girlfriends, whatever it is, you know, dogs in some cases. And often people are walking in the gym without a plan and no structure. And even if they've got a plan and structure, and even if the form's good, I feel like half the people on the gym floor are wasting precious time. Now, maybe as a coach, because I'm being paid for that hour and I want to do a good job, I really think every minute counts. I really do. Like, if you're warming up too long, you're wasting precious time. If you're cooling down too long at the end, you're wasting precious time. And when I say you, I mean me. And I'm talking to myself in a way, you know, we've got to pack more into the hour. And I'm not saying I, I won't ever be seen in the gym talking for two or three minutes, because I, I quite often am. But usually that's when my clients really, you know, really opening up to me. And I'm not going to rush the set when we're, we're, we're delving into issues on, on diet and nutrition and recovery and goals, motivation, stress, all this kind of stuff. Because these are important issues, I won't glaze over them. But for most of the time, I will shut down conversations if I have to. I will kind of nod or skip over certain things or avoid certain conversations just to get more work done. And this is not just aimed at PT clients, it's also aimed at beginner to intermediate gym users. And I look around the gym and I'm curious and I see people sat down on the same machine for like 10, 15 minutes on the lap pull down, on the chest press, on the leg extensions and leg presses. And in that whole time, you know, the client I've, I've been working with has done RDLs and then an upper body movement or a press up, you know, they've been doing squats and lat pull downs. You know, we, we've been opening up our shoulders and our hips while we're doing certain exercises. Like not a minute is wasted if I can help it on a good day. And we're both kind of firing on all cylinders, if you like, because it has to work both ways with the client as well. And some days, you know, motivation is lower than others or there's been stuff going on in the life and I've got to take that into account or they're tired. But ultimately, I think, ask yourself a question. Am I using my hour in the gym? Well, now some years might have more than an hour, that's brilliant. But often people are rushing the workouts and they haven't got it all done. In the past, I've written out uh, programs for clients and they've, they've glazed over the last bits or they've skipped it. And to me, every part of the, of the puzzle of a program is important. So you can't just skip the conditioning. You can't st- skip the core stability stuff. But people are glazing over it and just doing the sexy stuff like the squats and the deadlifts and they're missing it because they haven't used time very well. So a few things you can do with the time. A big tip for a, for one is just put your phone in airplane mode. It helps. You know, download your music if you have to, then put it in airplane mode. You can have tempo timers, which I've not used, but other clients have. It's like a tempo app that counts your sets for your eccentrics and for your rest periods and stuff like that. But just getting back to supersets, even if you listen to this and you're not very fit and you're not very conditioned and you're not very like adapted to exercise... Maybe you're exhausted after your lunges or your, your deadlifts or your squats. So that's cool, but you could open up your shoulders in between rest periods. You could do like a farmer's walk. You could do some band work, some face pulls. You could do a plank. You know, you could do something quite basic. Uh, sometimes if a client's just looking to lose weight and it's more about that energy expenditure, we'll do a big strength movement and we might do eight ball slams. So, you know, the squidgy balls in your gym, we pick them up, we slam them with loads of intent, loads of aggression. You know, it's often quite fun. It's often stress relief. We're spending less time chit-chatting 
and we're burning calories while doing it. The act of slamming that ball doesn't really impact my client's squat or deadlift because it's different muscle groups, different movement patterns, different energy systems, if you like, without getting too into it. So it's about picking things that don't really kind of distract you from the main goal or don't clash, if you like. So bodybuilders might disagree, and that's cool. I probably would if that if muscle building was the goal. But for, for most clients I work with, and I wouldn't recommend you know going straight for a hip thrust into walking lunges and leg presses into walking lunges and stuff. Often I see people doing this, they're doing so many reps, it becomes junk volume. Now there's a there's like a mindset, not mindset, there's a kind of a, a saying in, in bodybuilding. Now I don't know much about bodybuilding, but I do follow a few bodybuilding like coaches or experts, if you like. And there was one quote I quite liked and it was minimum effective dose or one term. And the way I heard it described was, if you had a headache, you wouldn't take six paracetamol or eight. You would more than likely take one or two and review it. When you do crazy endless high rep sets and, and just blindly chase this pump, often you're doing more more harm than good and you're doing like way more than your body can recover from. So it's not about how much you can do, it's about how much can you, you recover from and adapt from. So rather than go zero to 60 mile an hour, just chasing this blind pump, you, you, there's going to be so many, so much recovery demands that the body's just going to kind of survive and get you through it. So it's not going to be optimal recovery or optimal results. And you're just kind of getting it done. But your body will survive it because your body lets you get away with a lot, basically. And you'll even if you stick to this for weeks and months, you'll, you'll eventually adapt to it. And then to, to get even stronger or build even more muscle or, or keep scaling your, your training programs, you've then got to go even harder. So you kind of... Rather than doing all these nice incremental steps and slowly, gradually ramping it up and giving your body chance to adapt and grow and recover, you're skipping all those steps and just hammering it with volume. And of course, you will eventually adapt to it because as I said, the body lets you get away with it and it's really adaptable. But then you've got to go harder again to keep pushing your, your limits because you're always chasing that pump. So just you know, going back to the points I kind of segued there, you need to be able to recover from it. So... If you're not de- if you're not conditioned to exercise, do something casual, like mobility work. Now, if you don't just want to blast your legs or blast your upper body, you, you can do opposing muscle groups. So you might do an RDL into press ups or chest press or something like that, or tricep movements. You might do heavy squats into lap pull downs or face pulls or bent over rows or something back, because the act of doing an RDL isn't going to really affect your ability to do press-ups. You know, doing press-ups might tire you out, might raise your heart rate, but you, your hamstrings will still be resting and your glutes will still be recovering for your next set of remaining deadlifts. So what I, I don't recommend doing is doing supersets all back, all chest, all legs. Try and think of something that isn't going to impact your recovery for the main effort. So more than likely, your main effort's going to be your split squats, your squats. So the things in your program are there for a reason. It, it's not random and... You don't want to miss the movement patterns and the big compound movements. So you want to perform well, not just make yourself tired. That applies to anyone, whether your goal is, you know, improving your posture and day-to-day performance, you know, fitness, bodybuilding or weight loss. You should always aim to get good at something and get stronger at something. So if you're rushing from your lunges, you know, straight into squats or your squats into your deadlifts and you're not allowing yourself to rest and recover then you're not going to really become good at it, get strong at it. And you could argue because of that, you wouldn't see the results. 
or you wouldn't notice yourself getting better. So it just feels randomly hard and then you're more likely to drop off. Whereas I find if a client can understand the squat is getting better, the deadlifts are getting better, but they're still packing the value in by doing the upper body and not wasting loads of time, they're more likely to get a result and more likely to stick to it. So just a little challenge to everyone, just just ask yourself, do you think you're honestly getting the best out of, the, out of your time in the gym? Because time is precious for a lot of people and, and some people have more than others and that's cool, but for a lot of you, I think you need to do better. Not even just for time, like even in terms of getting a result, like if you're resting too long, you're going to be stronger, which is good for getting your first press up, your first pull up or PBs on squats and deadlifts. But if your goal is fat loss, then resting for four or five minutes isn't that good for you, you with me. On the other hand, if you do want to get good at press up squats and deadlifts, resting for 30 seconds isn't ideal either because of your different energy systems, which I'll explain in a different podcast because today's was just about supersets. So just think like, what what do I want to do in the gym today? What's my main goal? And what can I do straight after that doesn't mess with it? So if, like I say, for some, it's going to be a mobility drill. For some, it might be ball slams or a farmer's walk. You know, it might be something like a military press and a step up or a dumbbell press and a step up. Maybe it's a lap pull down and some hip rolls. Just, just try and work your whole body every session with some intent rather than just kind of blindly making yourself tired. And if anyone's got any questions about supersets, let me know. If anyone's going to start implementing supersets and they've found they get really good results, then let me know. As always, I appreciate everyone who listens to the podcast. I appreciate every message. And uh, don't be shy to reach out and tell me it's useful. The more people that do that, the more I know who I'm talking to in terms of content. So if there's a certain age group or certain sex or certain questions that keep coming up, then I can make podcasts that are interesting to you. Because at the minute I'm putting out, I'm getting shares from friends. I'm getting like family sharing it purely just because, you know, it could even be horrendously bad and they would share it, to be honest. I'm getting messages of strangers, which is nice. Uh, Ex-clients are saying it's quite good. But at the minute it's quite random. So it would be nice to know what do you want to hear more of? You know, what any constructive criticism, things like that. Uh, the next guest is confirmed. I'll keep it top secret for now until we've got a, an exact time. But yeah, thanks for listening again and hope it was useful.